This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, avoiding snake encounters with your pets, the benefits of healthy bully sticks, tips from a pet fashionista, and a community celebrates the holidays with their pets. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, do you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Email us at doggydivashow at aol.com. That's D-O-G-G-Y. D-I-V-A show at AOL.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Dog Eevee Show. And I am here with Monica Layton, President of Professional Pet Sitting, with our Pet Tip of the Week. Monica, I wanted to ask you about something. We recently had an encounter in our yard, um, and it was with a sneak. Can you please share with our listeners the best way to avoid or address snake encounters with our pets? Absolutely. So snakes are, to me, and a lot of people love reptiles, but they scared the heck out of me. <laughs> I'm not a snake fan. Yeah. And, uh, you know, here in the United States, we have, a, you know, some venomous snakes, of course, that, you know, we have to be concerned about. Um, the top four being our coral snakes, our water moccasins our copperheads and our rattlesnakes. Um, a lot of these are considered, you know, the pit vipers and they have, you know, characteristics that are recognizable. They have the vertical um, slit like pupils. They have the triangular heads um, with the exception of the coral snake. Um, a lot of them have facial pits um, between the eyes and the nostrils and they use that to sense heat. And then they have bigger fat bodies. And the coral snake, of course, you know, has the identif- 
you know, that identifying colors. It has either, the, you know, the red touching the yellow and white um, bands along with the black. Um, so, one, knowing what snake it is to begin with is, you know, huge. That's one thing that you want to, you know, know right away. Um, the other thing is keeping your pets away from them. Um, <laughs> grasses get high. You know, people are hiking and doing fun outdoor things. So we definitely want to make sure that your pets do not have close access to snakes and, you know, can avoid them the best they can. So as far as avoiding, um, one, keep your pet on a leash if you can. Um, monitor them when they're out on their walk. Um, being cautious of them sticking their nose and their face into heavy brush um, into rock crevices, especially, um, cause snakes kind of like to lurk around and, and, and rocks at times. And then, um, you know, tw trails, make sure that there are worn trails that, you know, it, it's a walking area, not, you know, areas that you're just kind of, you know, going off on, on your own. Um, when it's a real man-made travel trail, the activity will usually scare away you know, the snakes from being right there on the trail. So it's a little safer. Should you ever find a snake or come in contact with them, you know, no sudden movements, you know, backing away slowly and quickly if possible. Um, and knowing how to manage snake bites is huge, um, especially when it gets to some of these venomous guys. You know, take your dog, carry them if possible, if they're not, you know, real big dogs. Um, do not waste time performing first aid. Do not try to extract or suck out any of the venom. It does not work and you're wasting time. The quickest thing is to get them to a veterinary, veterinarian emergency hospital ASAP. Um, they have to start IV fluids and give pain management to treat the shock. And then it's, you know, working with the type of snake it was and getting an anti-venom in. Snakes can be scary for our guys, and especially when we get into these smaller breed pets also. A lot of them have that kind of scavenger or hunting, you know, drive, because that's, you know, what a lot of these little breeds were bred for, you know, years and years again, years and years ago, or being, you know, hunters and rodent trappers and scavengers. And um, I have the instance at my house a couple years ago, and I live, you know, in an area that is not overly developed. We have a lot of land around us. And uh, my daughter was outside on her swing set. And it was, you know, summertime. And, you know, of course, by the end of a rainy week, you know, the grass is a little, you know, high. It's not huge, but, you know, it's high enough for something to be possibly lurking in there and have you not see it. And I was sitting outside with her and she got off the swing set and was coming towards me. And our Yorkie made... A bark, it was like a sound. It was a shrilly, screechy bark that I had never heard in my entire life. I had no clue. I thought maybe she hurt herself. And then all of a sudden, she like kept jumping in front of my daughter. She wouldn't let her pass. And she was making this horrific sound. And then I heard a rattle. And I knew there was a snake. We couldn't see the snake. And I told my daughter, I'm like, stop, back up, go the opposite direction. But the dog would not leave. I mean, my daughter went all the way around to the front of the house, came in, and that dog would not move until she was gone. 
And, you know, they say how, you know, dogs are protectors and this dog totally was. And in the meanwhile, the snake has its head up. We know it's a rattler at this point. And it was large. And I don't know if for some reason it wasn't getting a lot of food, but it was out in the middle of the day. Finally got my daughter in the house. And as soon as my daughter was in, the dog retreated back. But the whole meantime, the dog is barking, barking at this, you know, this rattlesnake. The snake is bopping his head out and trying to, you know, spit and shoot at the dog. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that's it. Like she's, she's, she's going to, we're going to lose her. Like she's going to get bit. And, you know, luckily she wasn't, um, but we ended up having to call animal control out because the snake just wouldn't leave. Like he sat on this back lanai area we had for hours and they say that they should, you know, scurry off after an encounter and it didn't. And when they came out, it was over six feet long. It was huge. And, you know, it, it's just, it's very scary. So I always tell people to be very cautious even when it's something like your backyard that you go out to and you're not expecting anything to be there, you know, and when you have some of these smaller guys, you know, they take off in the yard, like our one Yorkie's four pounds and you, it, there's, you know, that that's, it's lunch. It's a small animal and, you know, reptiles and birds, they're not going to be able to identify them versus a large rabbit. So just be very cautious, know where, you know, know what area you're going into and uh, definitely seek out medical attention immediately. Like I said, don't waste time on trying to do, you know, uh, pet first aid or doing anything for the venom. Just get them straight to the vet because with snake bites, it's all about timing and it's getting in there as quickly as possible. I personally but I know how you have to go to the hospital. They have the anti-venom thing. So that happened to me. And interestingly enough, Olive, we it was a just a black snake, but I mean, it was a snake. And I didn't know what it was. And I see her running out to the back. We don't have a big yard, but it's all fenced in, running to the back, going back and forth and back and forth and growling and barking. And that's not like her, you know, Olive, but she's very protective of me. So I go running out. The other two dogs are totally ignoring her. And um, she there was a snake... And she was running back and forth and back and forth and back and forth to keep it from getting to me. She's got three little legs. And she's mm -hmm. like going and barking and barking and she has no teeth. And I'm like, ah! So I run and pick her up. He goes the other way. But I have to tell you, my heart stopped because it's very, very scary. And you can't control because a lot of these pups, you know, whether they're little dogs or big dogs, whatever they are, their instinct is to protect and that's what um, your little guy did, your little girl did, and that's what Olive did. So I thank you very much because it's something that I think don't a lot of us don't think of and it can happen. They may not be venomous, but you don't know what their their lunch was. So just be very careful. So thank you so much, Monica. Thank you. Have a great week. Hello, everyone. Miss Olive and Sophia the Doggy Diva want to thank you for your amazing response to their special book, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home. And they want to let you know that Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home is now available in both hardcover and softcover. And that's at Amazon.com. As Miss Olive says, woohoo, yippee! Thank you, everyone. Coming up, the benefits of healthy bully sticks for your dogs. Stay tuned. Hey, everyone, Michelle Fern here. 
You know how they say you are what you eat? Well, guess what? Same is true for your fur babe. I have a grandpa dog, as I call him. Mr. Z is now 14. And over the years, you know, he's had his issues. But lately, he's had a lot of allergies. And I've recently put him on a solid gold diet. And I have noticed a major difference. And right now, solid gold is offering an amazing offer to all of our listeners. Yep, by visiting solidgoldpet.com slash petlife for 30% off your first order. Go ahead and take advantage of this great offer. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Bow Wow Labs are the makers of innovative products to help keep dogs safe and healthy, and it's excited to announce that new sizes are available for their one-of-a-kind Bully Buddy, the ultimate device to help keep bully sticks secure and prevent dogs from choking, and in addition, the company has redesigned their website, which will now offer quick and easy access to products and features while providing a more comprehensive understanding of the company's values and missions. And here to tell us more about it today is clinical pet nutritionist from Bow Wow Labs, Jonna Devereaux. Welcome, Jonna. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Our pleasure. Can you please share your story and how you developed your philosophy in nutrition? I'd love to. About uh, nine years ago when I was volunteering at a local animal shelter and met my soon-to-be baby boy, Diego, um, I was so excited visiting him and took him home. And when we got him about eight weeks at home, he ended up having some a lot of medical issues, lots of rashes and ear infections and goopy eyes and just a lot of um, signs of illness that a new puppy really shouldn't be exhibiting. So I took him to the veterinarian and we went through the normal course of, you know, antibiotics, changing foods, tried some steroids. And after about a year of doing this and not really seeing much of a result, really, um, I started thinking, wow, you know, here I am a person that I try to live and eat as naturally as possible. I try to, you know, stay with nature and I'm doing everything other than that with my dog because I just didn't know how their bodies were designed and what they needed. So that became my, the start of my quest um, to learn everything I could about the canine body. Um, at the time on the Internet, there wasn't really that much information, so I actually went to the library and did a lot of research using books. And it really began my um, profound interest in learning about canine nutrition. So what ended up happening was I ended up taking a, a few courses um, just to start um, the journey of becoming a clinical pet nutritionist. And what I learned was that as carnivores, their bodies are really designed efficiently and simply. Um, and so if you can understand how their bodies operate, then you work with their bodies and provide nutrition as nature intended. So, you know, my philosophy is I want my dogs to thrive, not just survive. I want to invest in their wellness, not their sickness. And the way that I do that is by feeding them the way their bodies are designed. And, you know, I encourage and my mission is to kind of help all people um, feed their dogs as they were designed to, to get them as healthy and happy as can possibly be with the short time that they're with us on this earth. And from your nutritional point of view, can you tell us, do you believe bully sticks are a good treat to give our dogs? 
Bully sticks are an okay treat. I mean, they're, yes, they're a good treat for a multitude of reasons, but they're, um, you don't want to give them too often. So bully sticks are actually, if they are sourced properly, if they are not treated with chemicals or preservatives, they're 100% protein. So they are a really natural treat that is in line with a carnivore natural diet. So, yes, it's just the point of they are calorically rich, so you want to make certain that you're not over-treating with bully sticks. Um, but bully sticks are a phenomenal long-term chew that provide all of the benefits of long-term chews. Um, you know, they re- it helps when a dog is chewing to release serotonin and dopamine, which helps support mental health. It helps to, you know, bring saliva into the mouth, which helps to get rid of um, any bad bacteria that might be in the mouth. It helps to, you know, clean the teeth, and it provides them with mental stimulation, which actually ends up tiring them faster than physical exercise would. So it's a nice... It's a nice treat for a rainy day or late at night if you haven't had a chance to walk them or just if, you know, they're a little bit overzealous <laughs> and you need to kind of give them something to do that, you know, it has a purpose behind it. And why are the Bow Wow Labs bully sticks different? What makes them unique? Well, so the Bow Wow Labs bully sticks are actually hand-selected to um, match the bully buddy, which is the safety device that Bow Wow Labs um, is marketing and has uh, created and it's an ingenious device because one of the problems with bully sticks is that dogs love them so much that when they get down to that last one or two inches, they try to swallow them whole. Just like I call it get in my belly syndrome. <laughs> so the problem with that is that it is a potential for a choking hazard or a potential for an, an uh, internal intestinal obstruction of sorts. So what the bully buddy device does is actually tightens down screws in on that bully stick so that when the dogs get down to that last one to two inches, they cannot get it out of the device. So the Bow Wow Labs bully sticks are hand-selected to actually fit the specific sized bully buddy that you have. They have six different sizes. So, you know, a bully stick that's going to be in the XXL size is going to be much larger than what would be, say, in the small size. So they just hand-selected to make certain that the bully stick actually fits into that device so that your dog can get the most benefit and joy out of it. I have the really small one. I have a little bitty dog, but they do come in all different sizes so that all dogs can benefit from this because it's an ingenious idea. It is ingenious. And so that was part of the redesign. The first um, design did not fit as many dogs. So this new redesigned has six different sizes, which fits um, a dog that would be under 15 pounds, which would be considered an extra small, to an XXL, which is for dogs 75 pounds plus. So there are the six different sizes to fit the gamut. And if someone doesn't know, you know, what size they should be getting, because some dogs might be a little bit more of an aggressive chewer and might be right on the line, say, as far as what their weight is for a, a specific size, the customer service department at Bowell Labs is fantastic and help direct you to, you know, the right size for your dog. For like a big dog, are these like really, uh, do they last a long time? Well, so the Bully Buddy is made of a durable nylon, and because it's a safety device, it's not a toy. So you're not letting them chew on it when it's not being used with a bully stick. So when used appropriately and when the right size is purchased for the for the correct size yeah, dog, I, I mean, it's going to last for a pretty long time. Yeah. But what's important with all chews and all treats and all safety devices, right, in order to get the maximum amount for your dollar, you want to make certain that you're buying the appropriate size for your size animal.
Like it helps you control what your dog, like you're right, they get down to that last little nub and then they're going, oh no. And this sort of protects it from that. So this is, it's it's really an ingenious idea. So that being said, what's uh, in the future for Bow Wow Labs and how are they going to be working with like nutrition and wellness centers to help pet parents? Well, so the Bow Wow Labs has so many things in the works that I'm just excited to be a part <laughs> of that team. Um, right now, we are showing the bully sticks that go with our bully buddies, which is just phenomenal. Um, but right now, we are working on what we're calling the Nutrition and Wellness Center. And so what that is going to be is this phenomenal platform. Um, it's going to be an education and resource center that's going to provide a holistic approach to pet ownership um, and provide pet parents the tools they need to help their dogs live a long, happy life. So we're going to be covering um, a broad variety of topics from nutrition to exercise tips, uh, safety recommendations, mental stimulation ideas. We'll just be providing tips. Like right now we have, uh, we're going to be putting up some safety tips for Halloween and how you can protect your dogs on Halloween. You know, we're just going to be delivering a lot of information in an easy to navigate manner that's easy to understand and will be informative and in one place. So we're not going to be changing information that much, but um, it, it, it's going to be fascinating. It's you know, we saw a void in the market, um, and what Bow Wow Labs really wants to do is kind of you know, fill those voids in the marketplace and, and make it safe and make it so that, you know, consumers can look to us and find that we're someone that they can trust because we really care about about the animal. Where can we go to learn more about uh, Bow Wow Labs? So, BowWowLabs.com is the easiest place to find us. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with at Labs. So, yeah, we're everywhere. <laughs> we're, we're everywhere and we're growing. Miss Olive loves her uh, little bully buddy here. So, if that's, any, uh, if that's any verification of what's going on with this, it's wonderful. So, Jana, I want to thank you so much for being our guest. And thank you for sharing all of these nutritional benefits and the benefits of bully buddy. I really think that people should go out there um, and find it. Where can they find it if they're looking to get uh, this? Since it's it's really... It's it's healthy and it's durable and I think that once you get the hang of it, which is very easy, you're going to find out. Oh my God, why well, haven't been used this all along? Well, it's a one of a kind product, so right now you can buy it online at BowWowLabs.com. Um, we also have an auto ship program and a starter kit. So a starter kit just kind of is the bully buddy with the initial bully sticks and a little cute glass container to keep everything in. Um, and then if you are concerned that you're going to run out of bully sticks, we have an auto ship program that will automatically ship you a certain amount um, every month. Again, because you do not want to feed more than two to three bully sticks yeah. per week yeah. on the auto ship program yeah. is really geared but, into that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you can find us online at BowWowLabs.com. Thank you so much. And, again, go to BowWowLabs.com to find out more about what John and I have been talking about. And thank you very much for being our guest. It's been uh, a thrill. Thank you so much. Okay. We'll be back in just a moment. Coming up, what you can learn from a pet fashion designer pro. Stay with us. Do you have an accident-prone dog or cat? Well, if your dog or cat goes into the ER for an emergency, it's often unexpected and can be expensive. Well, here's something that can help. USO is a community-based cost-sharing health coverage plan for pets. Community is at the heart of USO, where members commit to help one another when their pets have unexpected health needs. 
USO isn't an insurance or a provider, but it's a platform that allows members to share expenses together safely and secretly. So what's part of USO's secret sauce? Complete transparency on where their users' money is going. USO members pay a flat subscription fee, $17 a month, plus a portion of shareable expenses. That flat subscription fee covers the use of the platform. And the monthly shareable expenses, which will never exceed $48 a month, will vary depending on how many expenses are submitted by the group that month. Save over 80% compared to traditional pet insurance by paying a flat subscription fee. For more information, go to USO.com. That's E-U-S-O-H.com. Use promo code PETLIFE and get your first two months free at USO.com. E-U-S-O-H.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. back everyone to the doggy diva show lauren dar is an award-winning best-selling author a pet fashionista founder of the pet fashion guild a marketing expert and huge pug lover she's been named power woman by fidos of realty blog and was a 2015-2016 finalist in the pet industry woman of the year by women in the pet industry and in 2018 pet age named her a woman of influence. We were always happy to have Lauren with us and she is Miss Olive's go-to pet fashionista and favorite pug mom. So today we want to welcome back Lauren Dar. Hey Lauren, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. Oh, it's always our pleasure. Now for the listeners who may not be familiar with you, who may not um, have caught you with us in the past, can you please share, you have such a multi-layered background. Can you please share that with us? Sure. Um, my formal background is in marketing, and I was in a corporate marketing um, job for many, many years. And uh, then I came home to help raise my son, and he goes to online school, so I'm his learning coach. But in the midst of all of that, um, I reconnected with my love of pugs and wrote some pug children's books and founded Left Paw Press. And then also, because I have a, a thing for pet fashion, I found that there wasn't uh, an association for pet fashion professionals and founded the Pet Fashion Guild. Which I am proud. That's how I first found you. So that's, you know, you, uh, how they say you walk the walk, you talk the talk. <laughs> <laughs> now, when we last had you on the show, you had um, just released some incredible, incredible um, uh, fashion. I, I call them like tools. And it's for both the person who is an established designer and anyone who wants to be like an aspiring designer. Can you tell us uh, a little more about, because we talked about the first book, but since then different books have come out and there's very unique and specific to pets by breed, by size, even the way you position them in the book so that people could use that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely. It's the Dog Breeds Pet Fashion Illustration Encyclopedia set, and it's broken down into seven books, and there's also seven color, coloring companion books if you want to practice colorization techniques. But um, my vision for this was to give information to any designer 
that would want to know how to design for a specific breed. So there's a, around 200 breeds total in the set, oh. and they have um, all officially been released, I believe, um, because we released them like a, a set a month. And um, they go into detail on what their coat thickness is and designing for the specific dog as far as um, their height and just different uh, elements that you would need to consider, um, like head size. You know, for instance, I have a pug and sometimes they have like the broad shoulders. And so those are the types of um things that are in there and it has rating scales in there for things like the coat thickness and the um, to let designers know here's what you need to consider when you're designing specifically for this breed. Um, and as far as the illustrations go, they're posed in two different, th different uh, ways. There's the side illustration and the illustration where you would see the back where you usually see what is on a dog when it's, you know, walking down the street. And um, those are done by a fabulous artist named Florina Boldy. And the inspiration for this came when I was going to classes at FIT because they would say, go out and research and find your muse dog. And then you need to find it in these two poses. And then you need to also find all of this information on the, this your muse breed. And there wasn't a resource for all of this to be in one place. So I wanted to make it easy for someone to be able to get that information so that they could focus on creating. Well, and one of the things that you almost, I look upon you in doing this series, this series of books, it's almost like you're the mentor. And for those of you that don't know, Lauren uh, did receive her pet uh, fashion certification from FIT, uh, Fashion Institute of Technology in, uh, in New York. So you know the importance of putting how to put things together, how to the importance of positioning the dog, the importance of the measurement, you the tuft, the way the hair, the coat lies, how it impacts how the the garment's going to lie. So all that is in this book, and it is phenomenal. It's like you're that that person's mentor as they're going through using this as a tool. Yes, absolutely, and I wanted it to be that way so that they would have that information in front of them because there's so many things to consider when you're picking out fabrics. Um, you don't want a, a frail fabric for a dog that's very active. So it has activity level in there, but you also don't want a fabric that's going to attract a lot of hair if it's a dog that sheds a lot. So there's a shedding scale in there um, and there's a size rating scale in there also. So it has the different scales. So it's visual, but it also, uh, has the write-up of here are the things to consider, but plus it has the illustrations. Yeah, I was going to say it has the coloring guide too, so that you actually get the feel of the, you know, working with it on paper. Yes, absolutely. Speaking and, uh, of coloring, one of the things that I have been using of yours for years are your dollar books, and you have so many of them. And they're, um, to me, they're like a little calming piece of nirvana. I, you know, I tell people I get my cup of tea. I have the kids there, the dogs next to me. And, I'm, you know, John had bought me some beautiful um, pencils and color pencils and different, um, you know, materials to work with. And I love it. It's just like a very calming, very nice. And it's for 
adults. It's an adult coloring. I mean, kids could use it too, but I mean, it's like, could you just tell us a little bit about your dollar books? Yeah, absolutely. There are several of them, and they're in a range from a cat dollar to zebra dollar, and a lot of things <laughs> in between. <laughs> it, and of course, it started with pug dollar. You know me mm-hmm, too well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted a a way for people to, I guess, a form of therapy, if nothing else, because I always uh, found a calming um, calmingness. I guess if that's even a word, when I would call her. And so I did the mandalas, and they would be their puck dollars, so they would have pucks in them. But I also am a believer in, in affirmations and positive self-talk. And so there are also uh, mantras or affirmations, as some people call them, on one side, so that you can focus on an affirmation while you're doing the coloring. It is, and it is. It's very calming, and it's, it's you know, I have them all in one segment of my, I have a, one of those old roll-up desks, and I have all of mine together in one segment of it has like a big, so where you could put books, and I have all of my little coloring books, and then I have my materials that I can color with it, so, and I have a little thing to put my tea on, a little warmer thing, and so I'm good to go. and life works better than therapy i have one of those roll top desks as a kid and then one later in life so you are definitely my sister from another mother mother. (laughs) speaking of that i always love talking about this and you write the cutest most inspiring you write the most adorable children's books which we'll get into in a minute because let us know what's going on next but you and I really clicked because our backgrounds, even though both of us were brought up in different parts of the country, we literally were the same. <laughs> we were the same. <laughs> we are sisters from another mother. Can you tell us about the award-winning lipstick on a pug Who, boy, that I love? I love that book. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, lipstick on a pug is... Um, a children's book that basically is um, of my childhood and how I got into, uh, I guess, being a pet fashionista. <laughs> and uh, as you and I have said, uh, I was doing pet fashion when pet fashion wasn't cool. <laughs> so, so I um, always thought it was cool. So <laughs> side note, everyone. So, yeah. <laughs> I was the awkward kid on the block that didn't play with dolls. I would dress up my pug Tootie and, um, the lipstick on a pug part is uh, about, you know, taking my grandmother's lipstick on and putting it on her one day. And, you know, we would just go around the neighborhood and I'd put her in a cart and we just thought we were fancy. So that book is about my experience with Tootie and dressing her up. And uh, it, it's interesting because, you know, your grandmother helped you to get Tootie ready and uh, you put earrings on her, little clip earrings and the lipstick and my uh, Nana used to help me because I didn't play with dolls. I play, I had animals and I dress them up and I had, you know, a, a big carriage that used to be ours and I used to put them in and she'd help to make little outfits. We'd get the newspaper and make our own patterns and, you know, and I've been dressing my animals ever since and it's a long way from then, but I still believe I love to dress my animals and some of mine like it, some of mine don't, but the ones that do, they're just like... um they like look at you going, oh yeah, cool. But it's <laughs> and that's what I found years ago. And then when you and you know most people didn't find it, and when I was young, they're going, "What are you dressing up your dogs and cats for?" And I go, "Because they can." And it's <laughs> <laughs> and then I met you, and it was like, "Oh my god, a kindred spirit!" 
And <laughs> it was it was really good because there were, I think there were a lot of people out there like us who did that when they were younger. And it's just been, it sort of uh, paved the way for what we became as we grew into adults. So you, we're kind of living our dream. Oh, absolutely. And that was, Tootie was my inspiration for founding the, the Pet Fashion Guild because I really am a firm believer that there can be a stronger bond and connection between humans and pets through pet fashion. And so that was a big part of my mission. Well, you were successful in your mission. Now you have the, um, you know, the pug fairy tale books. You have so many cute pug books out there. Tell us what's going on with all of your children's books because you have so many and they're so much fun. And, and it's a time right now where I really believe that parents, grandparents, everybody's getting the importance of reading and how important it is to children. And they're really loving it, you know? Yes, absolutely. And that's one of those things that um, even Zachary, when we take him to the racetrack, we hand out books, the um, Pug Bella, the pet fashion, uh, pit pet fashionista one. Because she is the pit pet fashionista, (laughs) for real. Yes. (laughs) But that's one of our missions is the little kids will come into the pits and they'll say, I want to be a race car driver. And I'll say, do you do you read? You can't do anything in life if you don't read. So that's one of our missions. And um so I try to write about things that would interest kids to make them want to read. And, of course, what I'm interested in, that's our pugs. And so this year we've come out with, like, Dinky Inking the Stinky Pug. And I love that one. Sar- <laughs> Pug Sarge and the Super Soaking Snot Blaster. Cute. And um, the one that uh, I'm working on now, which will be my last pug book for the year, <laughs> Pug Benji and the Freaky Fruit Snack Fanaticism. Oh, I love that. So- <laughs> And that's perfect. Like kids love those kind of, those titles are like what they're, that's like their jam. That's cool. Yeah. So I try and make it something that they would find like, you know, to intrigue them uh, so that they will want to continue to read. I love it. Because Zachary and I have had these conversations about, think about what you couldn't do in life if you couldn't read. Like, like I can't imagine not being able to read or write. And uh, so we really want to encourage that. And and I want to also make mention that Zachary, Zachary and Dr. Brad, they're both authors. They've both authored books, too. So it's it's kind of like in your household. And, of course, Bella's the muse of so much of what goes on. <laughs> so it's like a household thing there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're kind of a quirky household for sure. <laughs> but it's good quirky. That's my. So one of the things I want to talk about, too, because every year – I use this since you started it, actually, um, is your pet business marketing almanac. And I, for all, you know, we do um, multiple posts for Olive during the week and on our Facebook page, on the Doggy Diva Show Facebook page. But a lot of the referencing I get for pet holidays, for traditional pet holidays, for just pet things, I get it from this book. And I've always said it's my go-to book. It's my Bible. And, you know, Miss Olive and I, are making it one of her favorite things for January 2020 because we feel that those who are either in the pet business, looking to be in the pet business, or who are just pet lovers will truly benefit from this book. And this is your seventh edition in the Pet Business Marketing Almanac. I can't believe it's a seventh edition. Can you t- can you tell us about this? Because it's it's it's, I remember when the first one I got and I this has grown in leaps and bounds and it's so integral into what I do. And I'm sure that a lot of people who are in the pet, whether it's the pet media business, the pet 
you know, clothing business, whatever it is that you're in, you have a little something for everyone in here. Can you tell us about that? Sure. It's an almanac that um, very loosely inspired by Ben Franklin's almanac um, to be kind of an annual planner for marketing. And like you said, it doesn't necessarily have to be a pet business because it has, you know, if a company has a mascot, they mm -hmm. might want to use things like the pet holidays that are in there. And um, I wanted to put together a reference book that would be something people pick up and dog ear and, and really use right in whatever you need to do uh, to help them with their marketing. So everything would be in one place. So it has the traditional holidays, but it also has unconventional holidays and pet holidays and food and health holidays. But it also lists the media and publications in the pet yeah. industry. It has marketing articles and information on trade shows and conferences and events in the pet industry and a listing of blogs. And then one of my favorite parts is uh, not written by me, but by Ellen Zucker, I who is our it. pet fashion astrologer. Yes. <laughs> I love it. She does an overview for each year and uh, also does monthly like here's what's going on for the month from a, and she looks at particular uh, things in the stars. Well, so I know when Mercury is going into re retrograde. Thanks for Ellen. And I know how to prepare myself. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. She, um, she'll look at the, like Leo would be a lion and more associated with pets and things like that. I believe yeah, I, she might want to smack me if I got quoted or wrong, but she'll look at particular stars that might relate to pet fashion or business or, uh, you know, marketing, those kinds of things. And she kind of tries to highlight those in what her monthly pre uh, predictions or overviews are. Yeah, she definitely, she incorporates your astrological sign. Then she gives the whole overview. And, and then if you are signed up, for, you know, for your newsletter that to get updates, you also send those out so that people can, you know, kind of th they'll get like a an a little abbreviated version of it um, for themselves each month. So, yes, definitely. You, you guys have us all covered. So there's not a reason why any of us shouldn't be doing this. But you also have just if people... Let's just say you're in um, a business. You you also have tips on like marketing, advertising, budgeting. Uh, if you are in the pet business, you know, the trade shows, you know, that are beneficial to you and, you know, just things like that. So not only is it for me, I love the, the, the holidays and, you know, all this stuff like that. And you have a huge section for that. You do break it down by month and by date. But also I find a lot of interesting things in for the marketing and for things that, that I could just use a little bit as a reference to go to. And that's helped me a lot in, in sort of going through the landmine of marketing. It's all in there and um, what I call jam packed with information. Yeah, <laughs> but it's good. It's good jam packed. It's like gives you, you could like almost open up to any page and go, oh, okay, I could relate to that. I could use that. Let me keep this in the back of my head. And I keep it in my bag. I have a bag that uh, a big, uh, tote I take to work every time I do my show and when I'm preparing for the show. So I keep everything in one bag and I have this in the bag for the year. So I'm rotating out my 2019 and putting in my 2020. That's awesome. <laughs> and I appreciate your support. I, like you said earlier, you said it's the seventh edition and I'm thinking, wow, I, 
it's hard to believe this has gone on for seven years. I know. <laughs> I remember like in the early days when I got it and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then it's gotten more, it's gotten bigger and bigger. And Alan was with you right from the beginning, but I love that too. And it had like a uniqueness to it that other, some planners didn't have. And I've, you know, utilized your marketing strategy just in different things that you offer, which I'm going to ask you to to give us your website because you do, you offer a lot for marketing for pet business people. You're totally into the pet fashion. Um, you're talking from an area as an expert, as a pet fashion, as Olive calls you her favorite pet fashionista. I mean, you went to FIT for pet design. I mean, there's just a lot that you have to offer and, um, I think that people should utilize it themselves because they're getting it from an expert who actually has been through it. So, and you could give them all the, it's one thing when you're going through, as I call them, the landmines of this, of the, of the business, whatever business you choose, whoever they choose to be in, whatever it is. But when you can find out from an expert how to kind of navigate the landmines, it's invaluable. And that's the kind of information that you give people like us. Yes, absolutely. And that was my vision was, you know, I'm sitting there in, in classes and a lot of these were inspired by uh, the classes at FIT. And, and it to me, I'm I'm a little bit, um, I guess, anal retentive about not wanting repetition of work or, you know, wasting of yeah. time and things like that. And so I thought, why isn't there a resource for all of these things to be in one place? Like, that would make it easier for everybody, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. And, so. and you made it easy. Sometimes I sit there and I go, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so that being said, what do you have coming up in 2020? Um, I, You know, I was thinking about it this morning. I think Belle is going to have to write about uh, Zachary's race season. Um, <laughs> she might have to come out with another book. We'll have the almanac. And I've been working on a thing called the Dog Fitting Guide. Oh. Um, that will have um, measurements. It's a little more tedious. <laughs> yeah, but um, it always is helpful job. because people, like I said, there's you're kind of like the one, if you go to your website, if you go to find you, you have so many things. It's, you know, to benefit people who, like I said, are either in the business, they're pet fashion designers, looking to be pet fashion designers, or just looking to make clothes or do things for their dogs, you know, a little edgy or with a little more knowledge. Definitely. And um, that was, that's my hope is that people will have reference tools and it will help them become successful in the pet fashion industry and have go-to resources that make, make life easier so that they can focus on being creative. Well, we'll have to get you back when we when you do that because we'll want to get the word out on that. And of course, we wish Zachary the best. I think that he's like winning everything out there in his in his racing world, if I'm correct. <laughs> he's I'm telling you, he's gonna be I'm gonna see him on the Indy five hundred one day and go, remember me or Daytona. Remember me. <laughs> it's amazing because he's he's I, as I said to you, he's like a phenom in that world. That's that's so amazing, and um, and to know also that he you know respects the reading aspect of it. He loves his he loves Bella. Bella's his little pit dog. Dresses up. Um, she was featured in a magazine for being the pit pup, wasn't she? Yeah, she's been in um, Speedway Illustrated, <laughs> and she's been in Dogster. 
around. I love it. I just love it. This is my world and I love it. Um, well, Lauren, I thank you so much for being our guest. And, you know, you always bring so much to the show. You, you're, it's great to talk to you. you. You have a wealth of knowledge and I love just spreading all that knowledge out to everyone. And I look forward, we'll, we'll have to connect again after the first of the year. But I wanted you to know that, that uh, Miss Olive has selected the Pet Business Marketing Almanac 2020 for her January Miss Olive's favorite thing because she wants everybody to know about it because it's going to make their life so much easier if they're looking to do this as, as a living a hobby or just if they want to learn more about it. And for people to find out more about you and all of your books and your marketing and you offer so much, you do so much, where can the listeners go? They can go to leftpawpress.com or petfashionguild.com. And I appreciate your having me on the show um, every time I come on. And like we've always said, it's like talking to my sister from another mother. <laughs> and and I just wanted to give you a shout out because uh, it looked like you won an award for your book and Olive. And thank just tell you. tell you congratulations. The Moonbeam, right? Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we just found out about that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, you know, and, and I respect you so much and everything that you do and you're 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 our award queen so i thank you so much because it means a lot coming from you right i was like looking at me going tell aunt lauren i said hi so (laughs) (laughs) and thank you so well thank you so much you have a great holiday season and we will look forward to talking to you like in the spring all right that sounds great all right thank you so much and again uh visit leftpawpress.com we'll be back Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from PetLifeRadio. Before we close today, Miss Olive and I hope to see you at the Canine Christmas Fashion Show being held November 16th at Bishop Animal Shelter in Bradenton, Florida. See you there. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always... Please have a great Diva Week, everyone. That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and The Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.